Hey, welcome back to That's What You Missed. We're so excited to be recording another episode. This we're has been a long be time back. coming. Yeah. But we're happy to be back. If you like That's What You Missed, if you've enjoyed the past three episodes, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram at that's what you missed.pod. You can send us an email at that's what you missed.pod at gmail. I don't check the email that often, but you can send us an email. So far, my sister has sent an email, and I think that's it. Hey, <laughs> um, I love that for us. Thank you, our biggest fan. Do these things if you like us. If you mm-hmm. don't like us, keep it to yourself. yourself. Nobody asked. I mean, we did ask, but nobody asked. Nobody asked. Um, <laughs> so before we get into the Glee content, I think we need to touch on some modern Glee drama. For all of you non-former theater kids, there's a musical on Broadway right now called Funny Girl, and it's Rachel Berry's dream part. It's also someone else's dream part. Hmm. One Leah Michelle. <laughs> yeah, she is notoriously the worst, which is like, Kind of why I'm like, maybe she shouldn't have gotten that role, but also kind of hilarious that she is now Funny Girl. We should probably give some some background. Yeah. Funny Girl was revived on Broadway. It hasn't been revived on Broadway since Barbra Streisand (laughs) played Funny Girl. In the original cast, Beanie Feldstein was playing Funny Girl, was getting mixed reviews. I never saw it, so I'm not going to say anything about her quality. Can't speak to that. And then she left the show kind of rapidly in a little bit of a dust up and now leah michelle is taking over as the titular role funny girl and that is basically i think what you need to know Mm -hmm. no that's a great synopsis okay thank you yeah i mean i'm i feel caught up to date perfect yeah and i think it feels very like a full circle moment for her you know like Mm -hmm. as much as i despise her deeply and her character of Rachel Berry can't stand either of them. I'm very happy for her. I feel like this is like her moment. But I do think it would be really hard to be in a play if you can't read. Exactly. How who how is she learning the words? Well, I guess she already knows the words because she probably has it all memorized already. And she's like, yeah. I don't need to be able to read, besties. I don't need to see the script. She just comes in to hide the fact that she can't read, and she's like. I'm already off book. Don't worry. I'm off book, besties. <laughs> um, for those of you who aren't in the know, we are referencing the conspiracy theory that Leah Michelle can't read, which we don't really need to get into, but you can look it up. It's Yeah, one day there'll be like a Glee conspiracy episode or something, and we'll talk about Leah Michelle can't read because it's so funny and there's so much to unpack. Basically, what you need to know is she can't read. Or can she? We don't know. Nobody um, really knows. She says she can but all evidence points but to otherwise. I say I can read. Exactly. What does that mean? Everybody would say that they can read, but can As an they? adult person. Exactly. Right. How exactly. do we know? My personal favorite part of the funny girl drama is that Jane Lynch, who plays Sue Sylvester, she's playing the role of an adult woman. Mm-hmm. I don't, I've never seen funny girl. She adjusts, she had like a, like a, this is a day I'm going to leave. And then when Leah Michelle was like, I'm coming in. She like moved the date of her departure up so that they would never be on stage together. I didn't um, know that. And she's saying it so that the woman, I don't remember her name. She plays the mom and crazy ex-girlfriend though, is coming in to take over Jane Lynch's role. She was like, oh, it's so that they can just like, you know, get started off the bat together. But she keeps bringing up 
every time somebody interviews her, they don't even like, they don't even ask her about Leah Michelle. They're just like, so how have you enjoyed your run on Funny Girl? And she's like, I really enjoyed being on Funny Girl. It's a real bummer that I have to leave early, but it has nothing to do with Leah Michelle. I really enjoy Leah Michelle. I think she's great to work with. But you know, I just I wanted to start my vacation a little earlier. So that's pretty funny. That's my favorite. That just part. seems it seems like something you would say if you didn't want to be on Broadway with Leah Michelle. That's exactly. All I have to say about it. That's exactly. all I have to say. Yeah, that's so that's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And I think this is I don't I think it'll be interesting to see in like a little bit how this goes for Leah Michelle because she's she's like pretty famously hard to work with and has mm-hmm. like treated her co-stars really terribly, specifically like been very racist to some of her former co-worker co-stars. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be interesting. I, yeah, I'm in, I just, I don't know what's going to happen. I think it's kind of hard to say. I'll be really interested to see like what the reviews are too, because I I feel like, I mean, I, I read some of the ones that about Beanie that were not very favorable, but like, Mm -hmm. I've also heard the understudy is doing like really well. And a lot of people were like, well, why didn't they just like move her? Um, I would be mad if I was that understudy. Yeah, I mean, she did get, like, a whole, like, month and a half of shows where she was the only person doing the role, so, like, it's pretty big. Yeah, that would pretty be crazy deal. if you were just, like, the understudy and then you were, like, oop, oop, going on eight nights a week or whatever, however many <laughs> eight nights. nights a week. <laughs> um, literally, that, a like, week. that would be so crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then you're, like, then it's, then they just give it to Leah Michelle. I don't know. I'm, like, I don't, I just hate Leah Michelle. Like, I think that's kind of what it comes down to, unfortunately. Yeah, it just comes down to we don't like Leah Michelle on this podcast. Um, per- I think even, like, personality aside. Yeah. I don't like her. <laughs> well, Saying, She's just the worst. She's just the worst. She's just the worst. Um, One day we got to get her on the pod. Oh my god, please. That would be the best moment of my life. Like we both Leah Michelle, like, if you're Michelle, listening. We hate you. <laughs> Leah Michelle, if you're listening, come on. That's what you missed. We promise we won't bully you. Fingers I make no such promises. <laughs> I'm too nice to bully her in person. So I would be like, That's fair. Oh, I would Leah be Michelle. like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Would be like a good cop, bad cop kind of thing. Could be fun. <laughs> that could be fun. And then we'll bring Amelia on to be like the one person who liked Rachel Berry. Yeah, actually, I know I know of um, another person who likes Rachel Berry as well. I think we should have a Rachel Berry apologist episode as well. Yes. Where we just argue the whole time. It's just, it's just a fight. <laughs> Could be fun. Um, okay, now I guess we'll start. So th- I hope you enjoyed this little Broadway. Two people who don't know a lot about Broadway drama, talking about Broadway drama. If we got anything wrong, sorry. Um, but that's not what, you know, we're glee experts. We're not we're not Broadway, Broadway experts. experts also it's not on me I'm not fact checking this sorry I'll make the rules yeah no we're just talking so today we have another glee themes gleams episode gleams. for you gleams we're gonna talk about season one and the dynamics of the high school where this takes place the one and only William McKinley high school in Lima Ohio so before we got started I wanted to as a as the resident historian talk about who is William McKinley? Because he's not a famous president. He's just some guy. So um, true. I'm pretty sure they named it after William McKinley, specifically because he's kind of a lame president. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, this will be funny. 
like to have it instead of like they go to Abraham Lincoln High School like so does everybody else versus like listen they go to William McKinley High School and you're like who is that it's like quirky and cute well if you're mm-hmm. wondering who was William McKinley he was the 25th U.S. president he was in office from 1897 to 1901 he was from Ohio so I think that oh. is probably another reason they chose him is because the show is set in Lima Ohio and he was in the House of Representatives for Ohio And then he was also governor of Ohio before he was president. Hmm. He was. So this is all like this information is like you'll remember it if you like took a push. You'll be like, oh, that sounds familiar. But he was a Republican president. Could not be. A push was my favorite class in high school. (laughs) It all makes sense. He was a Republican president, but he was a Republican pre-shift. So if you remember after like the parties basically swapped places. So a lot of like historical represent like versions of Republican and Democratic presidents aren't representative of the parties today. That's why when Republicans today are like, we're the party of Lincoln, you're like, no, you're not. He was another pre-shift Republican. He campaigned on the gold standard. So you may remember the bank panic era of U.S. history. You also may not. <laughs> There's a period of U.S. history where basically the banks are just always messing up. And one of the ways that they wanted to fix it was the gold standard which is where the currency doesn't fluctuate it's fixed to a like unit of gold so one dollar equals this amount of gold and also protecting u.s industry from like outside things and this is where he's like he's like a normal fine president i guess the main things that he probably not super right about was he was really big in u.s empire so this is when the u.s is like oh you know we kind of have our own shit figured out they didn't Why don't we start getting involved in other countries? So they get involved in Cuba, like the first attempts at Cuban independence. So not Castro, but before Castro, when they're trying to get rid of Spain, the annexation of Guam into the United States, Puerto Rico and the Philippines. So big empire guy. He did have two terms, but very early into his second term, he was assassinated by what Encyclopedia Britannica referred to as a deranged anarchist, Hmm. probably just some liberal guy. Yeah, some um, guy who was like, I don't really like imperialism. and Probably, yeah. Shoot him. Or maybe, yeah. like, didn't like the gold standard. I don't know. And, yeah, so he basically was just some guy. He's not a very, like, famous president. He didn't... He did do stuff, obviously, mostly empire stuff. But when you're thinking about famous presidents, he's not really on the list. No. I wouldn't say that I could have told you really any of that information. I could not have until I looked it up. Yeah. So... Clearly, we're not being taught about William McKinley in school. No. No. Like, it, maybe if you took A-push, you would, like, have to know the years he was in office. That feels like a lot. I'm like, that's a lot of information to know, <laughs> frankly, about a man who did pretty much nothing, it seems. My A-push class, we had to know every president in order and all the political parties. Okay, well, see this. Okay. <laughs> and this is where we differ, Aaron. I am not a historian, and I don't memorize things, so... After high school history, you don't even need to memorize because you're writing a paper on William McKinley. You don't, you don't need to know who's right. Office. You can just look it up. So why just would you need up. to know? Because you can't look it up on the APUSH exam. Was I think the argument? Hmm. On this podcast, we hate College Board. So so true. I mean, amen to that. I I can get on board <laughs> with that one right quick. College Board, come on the pod. <laughs> can you believe we just have a College Board episode? Mm-hmm. okay nothing to agree i would make ap glee a class though like 
And it's not, it's like just testing your knowledge of Glee as a show. It's not like AP Glee Club. Like, Mm -mm. it's just. No, no singing. Don't sing in this class. It's trivia about Glee. (laughs) And if you get a five, I give you a gold star. Mm -hmm. You get a gold star by your name if you get a five on the exam. (laughs) That's it. That's the whole prize. (laughs) Okay. So on the topic of American education. So true. Let's set the scene. Picture William McKinley High School, 2008. Life is rough. Life is rough. We're in a recession. So yeah, like many schools, they were having budget problems, have no money. They're cutting a lot of their programs, mainly the arts, because, you know, fuck the arts. Am I right, ladies? Yeah, we we as a country have not really put a lot of effort into arts slash education slash arts education. Definitely not. Arts, public education doesn't matter one could argue that that's why we're in some of the situations we're in right now i'm not gonna argue that point right now because we're talking about (laughs) glee but i could when we have a patreon one day (laughs) exactly there'll be like a a hidden episode where aaron and i just trash the u.s education system (laughs) because of the budget issues they're like we're only gonna keep programs that win their like respective like competition Mm mm-hmm you know, if you're the football team, you have to win the football um, championship. The football thing. <laughs> the Cheerios have to win Model UN. I don't even know how you win Model UN, but, you know, whatever, debate club, all those things, they have to, have to win, win in order to stick around, which means Glee is going to have to win at least regionals, despite the fact that it's, like, their first year as a club. So this, like, budget issue in the high school and its, like, impact on the clubs is kind of overhanging. Mm-hmm. the whole storyline it kind of drives it a little bit like behind all of the drama that like happens in the glee club they're also like we need to win regionals so that this doesn't get taken away yeah and any like most dramas will get pulled back to the like well like when they're like should we tell finn that quinn cheated on him with puck and it's not her or quinn didn't cheat on him with puck we talked about that late earlier um you know, the baby's not his. Mm-hmm. Should we tell him? They're like, no, we can't because then he'll drop out of the club and we won't win regionals because we won't have enough people. So mm-hmm. that's like, mm-hmm. kind of, it does drive some of the drama as well, for sure. Yeah. And then at this high school, there's three like main social groups that the story follows. Mm-hmm. You have the Glee Club, obviously, they're unpopular, bottom tier. And then the more popular groups, the Cheerios, which is tangentially early on connected to the Celibacy Club. Mm -hmm. Um, That like connection goes away throughout the show, but it does early on. And then the jocks, it is unclear if the popular jocks play football or if they play hockey. Because in the first season, when Karofsky shows up and he's slushing everybody, he's a hockey player. And later on, he's a football player. It's a little maybe, confusing. Maybe those are sports. I don't know anything about sports seasons. I know that sometimes people play two sports, but I'm not saying that's not possible. What I am saying, though, is that he is not on the football team in the first season. He is explicitly on the hockey team while everyone else is on the football team. Plot holes with Aaron. Plot hole. Make it make sense. Make it make sense, everybody. I mean, okay, I do know enough about sports seasons to know that football is in the fall and hockey is in the winter 
So could be possible that he plays both, but it's weird that there are football players like being football players and hockey players being hockey players at the same time. Then you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Beep boop. Something's not adding up. Beep 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 beep. Boop, exactly. Boop. My little glee calculator says what? Ryan uh, Murphy clearly never played a high school sport. Clearly Ryan Murphy, <laughs> and that's how we can tell. It's because it's not because of the everything else about Ryan Murphy. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So let's dive in, friends. Let's start with important characters here. So the principal of the school is Principal Figgins. Not much to say here. He's kind of bad at his job. Like he's a little king, but he's also, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Sue Sylvester, Jane Lynch, um, Cheerio's coach. So she wins everything, basically. So she has everybody wrapped around her little fingies. She gets a lot of money because she wins everything. Um, She also hates Will Schuster, which is the correct opinion to have on him. Absolutely. Kind of like her and Will's relationship kind of mirrors the Glee versus the popular kids kind of relationship dynamic of like popular kids are popular, i.e. Sue getting all the money. Mm -hmm. And then Glee kids are unpopular. And that kind of mirrors how Will is seen, sort of, at least according to Sue. Yeah. As a terrible Spanish teacher. That's how Sue sees it. Yeah. He's a bad teacher. Let's just just take a second to discuss. Why was this man teaching anybody Spanish? No, no good reason. No, I would love somebody to provide like a reason why. So, and I think they do event like that does eventually come up as like a like a joke. They're like this man should not be teaching Spanish. My favorite early Sue anecdote is when she comes in to the teachers' lounge and there's like no coffee pot anymore, and she's like, "Yeah, there's no coffee because we needed a nutritionist for the Cheerios." How does a Mr. Coffee that probably has been sitting there for ages Mm -hmm. and doesn't like use hardly any energy, how does that relate to getting like a nutritionist for the tier? It's just so silly. It must have been Um, like a a very nice espresso maker that they were using. Like it must be like an mm -hmm. espresso type beat. Yeah, they had the Nespresso with the pods that are impossible to put in. Exactly. Yeah, I was banned from the Dijon program Nespresso machine because I couldn't put the pods in correctly (laughs) that's iconic um and I would always break them anyways as we all know from being in high school that was a little tangent for you um high school popularity is really important when you're in high school and gay kids are not popular yeah so I mean because a lot of them suck let's just circle back for a second to the point that sometimes you're unpopular because you're gay in high school and that's like seen as bad but sometimes you're unpopular because you fucking suck rachel berry okay i also would just like to say they are always singing in the hallways and they're always singing in the choir room and that door is never it's always open if i was trying to take my trigonometry exam and down the hall i have to listen to will schuster Rapping gold digger. While I'm trying to take a test, I would hate them too. Exactly. I would be like, y'all stupid. I hate you. I'm trying to walk down the hallway. Meanwhile, this teacher is singing blurred lines while his students are twerking on him. I'm just trying to get to A push. Jail. Honestly, I mean, not jail. Jail. Straight to jail. Straight to jail. I would be a n- not a fan. Frankly. Not a fan. Not no. a fan. We would also hate the Glee Club if we went to William McKinley High School. Right. Like, um, would I be slushing as- people? No, because I'm not a bully. 
But yeah. would I also not like them? Yeah. Would I be excited when they got shut down? Probably. Probably. They built a, that's a spoiler for season five. They built a really nice computer lab in the choir room. Oh my <laughs> After God. The got shut down. <laughs> when you're when you so, accidentally spoil season five oops season five of glee that came out in like 20 whatever 24 no spo- no spoilers okay so now we're gonna be more organized and we're gonna go through the show chronologically and keep in mind these little themes that we talked about so you know the glee kids aren't popular there's budget issues those are the main things that we're talking about so yeah so in the beginning Glee Club is being run by Sandy Ryerson. Sandy Ryerson is resident, problematic, gay character. Kind of the archetype, I would say, of the, the problematic gay man in media, who is Josh Groban. Kill yourself. Kill yourself. Uh, <laughs> Sandy Ryerson has some of the most iconic lines in the show. It's true. Like, um, like he, he sucks. And I'm not saying that like his character is excusable at all but some of his lines are very funny so funny so in the first episode we find out that he has not been giving rachel solos because he's been giving them to the attractive men who are in his glee club i would like to know where these attractive men in his glee club go after sandy ryerson is fired because they're Uh not in the glee club with will schuster that's actually a great point because I've been wondering about that. Like when he gets fired, where'd the Glee Club go? Because then Will has to build up the Glee Club from nothing. From nothing. But there was a Glee Club. So Rachel's upset she's not getting enough solos. She goes to Figgins and cries about how she saw Sandy touching one of the stu- male students inappropriately. Yikes. Yikes. And then Glee Club is shut down because... Sandy Ryerson is fired and becomes a medical marijuana dealer. Medical marijuana was not legal in Ohio at this time. Is it legal now? Plot hole. I have no idea. Okay. But it wasn't at the time. Plot hole. Make it make sense. And so Will Schuster has to restart the Glee Club. Did he did he really need to start? He didn't have to, but he did. Exactly. Close the yearbook, first of all, William. Literally close it. Like he can't. He's literally incapable of closing the yearbook. Can't close the book. He's married to his high school sweetheart. He works at the high school he went to. He's restarting the Glee Club because it was his favorite high school activity. It's giving embarrassing, frankly. It is giving embarrassing. I totally agree. The Glee Club is not good at the beginning. They do a terrible rendition of Sit Down, You're Rocking the Boat. And he's like, hmm, I need to have more popular kids in my Glee Club. In the Glee Club? In my glee club, I need more popular students. And so he hears Finn singing Can't Fight This Feeling in the shower. And I can't fight this feeling anymore. Sir, why are you in the locker room? You're not in PE. You're a Spanish teacher. Go learn Spanish. Mm -hmm. So you can try to teach it to the students. Mm -hmm. And he's like, "Mm, that kid is pure talent. I need him. Luckily, my good pal, problematic gay Sandy Ryerson, gave me a little package of marijuana. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to plant it in his locker and tell him, you're going to go to to jail or whatever. You're going to get expelled or something. We're going to call your mom unless you join the Glee Club. 
just like so many levels of problematic. I'm like, can you imagine if in real life a teacher did that? Like fired. Fired immediately and also hopefully never going to be hired anywhere again because that's horrible. Yeah. I know, that's awful. And then in one of the funniest glee moments, they zoom in on the kids come first behind mm-hmm. William in his office, which I just think is so funny. It is funny. And then my dumb king Finn is like, mm, this makes sense. Guess I have to join Glee. Guess I have to join Glee Club. And now there's a popular kid in Glee Club. Which really kind of stirs everything up for everybody else. Because I think everybody's kind of like, you know, like obviously they're used to the system that's already there, which is Glee mm-hmm. Club unpopular, football players popular. So then when football player goes to Glee Club, they're like, what? What is that? <laughs> what is happening here? So um. Sue sees that. And she puts some Cheerios in the Glee Club. So Santana, Brittany, and Quinn to try to destroy the Glee Club from the inside. Also because Quinn and Finn are dating. Quinn is like, Finn and I have been an item for a while now. So what kind of girlfriend would I be if I didn't support him? And to audition, they sing, say a little prayer for you. And it is iconic. It's so iconic. I love, I think that's the scene that turned me gay. Could be. Could be. Could be. If you have not seen it, pause this. Go, go watch it. It is so good. It's so good. Santana, Brittany, and Quinn have joined the Glee Club. Now they have their numbers up. We're chilling. We're chilling. Sue is like, I need to take down the Glee Club. We do not know why she has this personal vendetta against the Glee Club. It's, And we don't find out until season six. And it like doesn't make sense. Um, and I don't remember it. Um, I haven't seen season six so can't speak to that <laughs> but currently it's just like okay she like doesn't like William and I, I you know what She's that valid. is enough yeah that's enough really? so she brings Sandy back question okay okay he's back he's gonna start a musical so that Rachel will have to quit Glee Club if he's successful she quits Glee Club because at this she's not getting enough solos she wants it to be the Rachel Berry show like she does she wants every solo, and it's like, Miss Girl, that's not how it works. There's other kids in this glee club. For example, yeah. Tina. Or, like, Mercedes, who has, like, the best voice. Right? Mercedes, Kurt. Yeah. Quinn's pretty talented. Santana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any of them. Wipe the floor with her. And so Will gives Tina a solo from West Side Story. Rachel is like, everything that Maria sings goes to me. Girlie, you are white um it's true and then she is like she quits glee club she's gonna be in cabaret who else is in cabaret a one woman show she got cabaret colon one woman show cabaret the rachel berry show i guess would watch would watch i think eventually rachel rejoins glee club yeah she just like somehow ends up back in glee club i think i think because cabaret doesn't have enough people yeah and like sandy is mean to her or something because sandy sucks because sandy sucks um yes so then yes circling back to will who is desperate to win right now he doesn't have rachel yet he enlists april Rhodes. we will talk about april Rhodes more later all you need to know is that she is older than william and she did not finish high school and it's kristen chenoweth my queen and it's kristen chenoweth and she's in glee club now 
we'll dive back in to Miss April Rhodes at a later date. So then Sue becomes the assistant director of the Glee Club because Will can't be trusted because, I mean, long story short, his wife did become a school nurse for a little bit and she was like hopping all the kids up on vitamin D or something. I don't really understand that to this day. She's like giving them the chemical. I guess you could, I guess you can buy this. I don't, I don't know. The thing that they put in non-drowsy medications to make them non-drowsy. Oh, okay. Well, apparently that's bad and you shouldn't be giving it to your students. So jot that down, lads. So then Sue's like involved in the Glee Club. So then she creates Sue's Kids as like a way to split up the Glee Club and try to like sow the seeds of discord within the Glee Club. This is when Will says his famous Because you're all minorities. You're in the Glee Club. Fucking immediately jail for that. Like, was in time. You're all minorities. You're in the Glee Club. Okay, well, yeah, like, try again, bestie. Um, (laughs) yes. And so Sue basically takes everyone who's not like a straight white kid into her team. Additionally, Ken Tanaka, the football coach, ends up scheduling mandatory practice during Glee Club time, which forces the football players slash Glee Club members who are football players to choose between football and Glee. At this point, he's dating Emma, I think. Mm -hmm. And he's upset that Emma likes Will better than she likes Ken. So he's like trying to punish Will. But it backfires. The Glee kids are ultimately more interested in Glee Club. And then all the Glee Club kids get slushied by the football team. Will has no friends at the school. He just keeps making enemies of everybody, and they actively attempt to undermine his club. Yeah, it's not very cute. He's not good at his job. You want to talk about the yearbook? Yeah. So um, the yearbook is basically just another way to exemplify how unpopular the Glee Club is. Rachel loves to be in the yearbook, but everybody else is kind of like, don't really want to do that because our pictures always get defaced. They have to pay for their own ad page. That goes back to the budget issue, I think, because Glee Club started too late. There's no room for them in the yearbook. But if you remember a high school yearbook, at least mine had like a section in the back for like local businesses to advertise. Mm-hmm. And so Will can't can't get like a real club page, but he can buy ad space. So right. he has to buy ad space and no one wants to be in it. Because RIP. they know that their pictures will be defaced. Yeah. And they but. show you like, the yearbooks in like the library. Not very creative to facings. Meanwhile, we're approaching some competition. I think sectionals. it must be sectionals. It has to be sectionals. Sue is like, what if I leaked the set list? Hee 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 hee. I can picture Jane Lynch doing that. <laughs> so she leaks the set list and then gets suspended. But then she like roofies and blackmails Figgins, which I like vaguely remember being like excuse me like how is this Mm -hmm. a a plot line but that's none of my business so not my business (laughs) so she's reinstated and she's trying to like reform her image there's a big cheer guy who's coming to write a piece on miss sue sylvester and the cheerios 
she gets Kurt and Mercedes to join the Cheerios because she's like, you know, I don't have a very like, you know, everybody here looks the same. This is going to look bad for me. Is mm-hmm. that why? Is that correct? Yes. Okay. I don't, I was like, I was saying it. And I was like, I don't actually remember if that's why they joined the Cheerios, but they joined the Cheerios. Also, the Glee Club use the auditorium because Sue is practicing in the auditorium. Mm-hmm. I have some questions about this. Mm-hmm. Doesn't the Glee Club practice in the choir room? Why are they practicing for a cheerleading thing in the auditorium? Exactly. Great question. Would love to know. So then April buys the auditorium because the oil tycoon she was having an affair with dies and leaves her a bunch of money. I mean, seems like a great deal to me. Wish that were me. <laughs> um, <laughs> would love to buy the auditorium. Yeah, so they have the April Rose auditorium. And now we get into one of the most confusing season one storylines. Yeah. Time. I mean, let's really dive in here. I'm ready. Got it. Let's talk about it. The glitz. Get some stretching in first. Yeah. We're stretching. We're getting ready. <laughs> it's time to talk about the glist. Okay, not the glist. We don't understand it. If you understand the glist, send us an email. Send us an email. Slide into the DMs. We don't get it. Really love a detailed email of like, here's what I think the glist is. Tell us because we don't get it. So, the Glee Wiki, one of our most frequented websites, the chef's kiss of websites. The Glee Wiki is a treasure trove of information. You think we. Our treasure trove, the Glee Wiki is the Bible. Glee Wiki writers, if you're out there, we love you. Guest Um, episode with Glee Wiki writers? Glee Wiki writers, tell us. We want to talk to you. Yes, please. please. So the Glee Wiki says that the Glist is a weekly ranking of members of New Direction based on their sexual actions and their looks. Okay. It appears once at the beginning of the episode. It's not a recurring list. No, that's the part that I don't get is like... It's just like, it's just like a one-time thing. It doesn't make sense. No, but the point is Quinn is at the top and Figgins, the principal, if you remember, wants the creator of the Glist to be suspended. And Will's like trying to figure out who is making it. So there's, throughout the episode, there's a lot of investigation. Characters also try to like change their Glist ranking if they're towards the bottom. They do like different things to try and improve and move up again do they think it's going to be posted again i don't understand yeah it's confusing um, so you have like Brittany, kurt mercedes and tina doing like a dance at larry and they're like this is so tough and cool you're dancing and then the librarian is like that was so cute come do it for my church um doesn't work um they're, eventually yeah, they're find like out- trying to be baddies mm-hmm, they're trying to be baddies and it doesn't work Eventually, Will does, like, a Will's investigation. We find out it's Quinn. Okay, girly. I mean, there's just a lot of confusion for me. Yeah. Her reasoning is that she isn't on the Cheerios anymore. And, like, a bad reputation is better than no reputation. So she wants everyone to be like, Quinn is so badass. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't really either. But we do get the Run, Joey, Run sequence. Let me just say... I hope you enjoy my bad reputation. Run, Joey, run, Joey, run. Freaking iconic. I mean, like, truly icon sense from Rachel for that. 
Yes, literally. Oh, it's so funny. If you've never seen it, look it up. Rachel convinces Jesse St. James, a guest star we'll talk about someday, my beloved, um, Puck and Finn to all do run a very highly edited and stylized version. Like, no, like, not that's not the words I want to use. A very intense production heavy mm. music video to run Joey Run. They all think they're the only one. She edits them in. So that's all three of them. They all get pissed. Oh, it's amazing. So Puck is, you know, like now he's not popular, right? Um, because supposedly, um, his mom made him shave his mohawk and also go to the dermatologist. I don't, I don't yeah. remember the dermatologist part. They so found like, like a mole on his head. And oh like, yeah. So she shaved him. Dermatologist. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I do remember that now. So now that he's quote unquote, not popular, he tries to date Mercedes and yeah, I don't know. It's like a weird storyline, I think. Yeah, it basically just points to the, like, popularity and how they're all, like, trying to constantly jockey to be, like, more popular and will, like, do whatever to get there. Yeah. And then Mercedes is like, I hate the Cheerios, and she quits. Yeah. I mean, pretty straightforward on that one. And she's right. (laughs) And she's right. And then we go back to budget. Neil Patrick Harris audits them. He's a professional show choir auditor. He does do a good job. Because they are spending a ton of money on those fancy productions all the time. Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk a lot about Mr. Harris because we have the guest stars episode coming up. But basically, he's brought in by Sue to try and shut them down and, like, audit them into oblivion. And That's then cool. the rival show choir, Sue lets them in to the choir room and they TP the choir room. Will retaliates by traumatizing all of us. I do have to say this is one of my least favorite moments. Uh, It's interesting how all of my least favorite moments in Glee revolve around Will being disgusting. Interesting. I know, really makes you think. Makes you think. Really a Um, thinker. (laughs) And tries to seduce Sue. Um, If you've never seen this, don't look it up. Yeah, absolutely. Just take our word for it. It's horrible. He's wearing like a leather jacket and he sings a song that I don't remember. It's an older song. For and some reason, it- my first thought was Pony by Genuine, but I don't think that's it. I think that's just in my brain. I can hear the song in my head, but I don't remember which one it is. Um, it was just like a shot of his butt. Set your stuff on fire. Oh. No, thank you. Disgusting. <laughs> it was one of yours. Disgusting. Disgusting. It's really um, the most horrifying thing I've ever seen in a TV show. It's terrifying. And then Sue is so upset she withdraws from nationals. She's so upset because he did successfully seduce her and she like felt like she was like had feelings. Not because she's so upset that she saw his ass, just to be clear. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that clarification. Yeah. And she withdraws from nationals. These are adults. But then she goes back into nationals and she wins. Cheerios are chilling. 
we're at regionals mm-hmm. where she's a judge miss sue is a judge as like the famous cheerios coach mm-hmm. she votes for glee club in a plot twist yeah because she's like that's the plot twist is like she's not actually a bad person you know mm-hmm. she just is salty all the time which is why she's my role model because she's salty all the time but not a bad person <laughs> she's so funny and then they still lose i don't remember why i think it's just like vocal adrenaline is better probably mm-hmm. and then they sing to sir with love to will schuster just like again jail time please jail for everyone involved it's bad yeah Sue overhears, has a change of has a change of heart. She's overcome with emotion. She goes to Figgins. She convinces them him to let Glee Club have one more shot. Yeah. Season two. The Season end. Two. The so end. that's kind of a little summary of like the show first season and like how it kind of relates to those themes that we talked about. Again, the like budget and um the you know needing to win the competitions and the social groups um mm-hmm. yeah if you have any like thoughts uh, on this and glots. yes glots um glee thoughts and want to let us know would love to hear any feedback on on this um any of your glots on the budget issues or the american education system really anything doesn't really even have to pertain to Glee, but would preferably pertain to Glee. I was trying to find what our next Glee was, but I can't find it. That's okay. It'll be a fun little surprise for everybody. It'll be a surprise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we will find out too. That's all from us for today. And thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, pals. We'll um, release this soon, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Someday. Someday. And that's what you missed on Glee. Hey Gleeks, a couple notes about this episode. It was recorded in August of 2022, so our Broadway news is rather out of date. Additionally, in this episode, we used audio from Season 1, Episode 1, Pilot, which aired May 19th, 2009, Season 1, Episode 2, Showmance, which aired September 9th, 2009, Season 1, Episode 7, Throwdown, which aired October 14th, 2009, Season 1, Episode 17, Bad Reputation, which aired May 14th of 2010, and Season 1, Episode 21, Funk, which aired June 1st, 2010, all of which were written and directed by Ryan Murphy. That's all for now. Thanks for listening.